1: Hey, everybody, a brand new episode of Craft Root Sports is going to be starting up here in just a minute. This week, we are drinking Let's Do Brunch. This one's from Foundation Brewing Company in Portland, Maine. It's a 6.3% ABV brew. Here's what Tavor had to say about this one. Brewed with whole cinnamon sticks, silky sweet vanilla beans, and freshly roasted coffee. It's 4.1 caps on untapped smell alone is amazing on this brew. So stick around, see how the fellas feel about this one. Be sure to share out the show, help us out. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, subscribe rate and review wherever you get your podcast, all new episode of craft root sports starting up here in just a minute. Everybody, this is Craft Brewed Sports. It's Wednesday night. We are drinking beer. We are hanging out. It's time for the drunkest sports takes on the internet. I am Mike, hanging out with me as always is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight?
2: Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? (laughs) Good, man. That was that was weird. Thank you for that weird start. You of course didn't know the outcast reference. You white bastard. I'm fine. There, is that better? Yeah, that's much better. Thank you, appreciate here it. Live from San Francisco, man. I traveled a long way to get on this show, and this is how you treat me. <laughs> Drew, how you feeling
1: today? Good. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. once again, Joe absent. Uh, another set of wind sprints that he owes us for missing another episode. This is Crabbers Sports. A ton to get to tonight. We're gonna be talking about this uh, Rooney Rule proposal that the NFL has kind of passed that they talked about passing that like a portion of a passed. anyways we'll get into all that uh, we're gonna wrap up the last dance Scott will finally let us know how how he feels now that this is concluded uh, we'll see if you <laughs> <laughs> what bodily fluids are left after episode 10 <laughs>
2: So is it still worth naming your firstborn after him? <laughs> also,
1: uh, Drew is very disappointed because Keeping Cavalari is canceled. Uh, they are no longer doing that show, so we'll talk about that. As well as a show that is coming out tonight that I'm super excited about. I, I, I kind of want to finish the show so that I can start watching this on Fox tonight. Uh, we'll talk about that. Also, Sex Dolls in, uh, in FC Seoul. So... Tons to get to tonight. Uh, A packed show. Thank you guys for tuning in, hanging out with us. Be sure to hit share. Make sure your friends are seeing this uh, so that we can get our faces out in front of everybody. Um, Hit the chat up below. Let us know what you guys are drinking tonight. And uh, we will get into, as I vamp a little bit, uh, First Board. This is First Board brought to you by (laughs) Dugout Mugs. Use the code uh, link, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Get 15% off your entire order. That's it, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Get 15% off. Drink out of a bat, just like we do here on the show. You heard it at the top, this week we are drinking Let's Do Brunch. Uh, Scott, what do you think of this one? Good. <laughs> I didn't realize I had Joe on here twice tonight. <laughs> what yeah. do you... Uh, I mean... Right. Good. It's... It, Drew, uh, what's your initial assessment since Scott is uh, is going Joe route here?
3: That's good. It's, it's tasty. And I didn't really mean to repeat it just like that. It just sort of happened. But I was going to try to provide more words to explain it because it, it's solid, man. It's a solid beer. Uh, smells delicious. Reminds me of breakfast. Uh, feel like I'm drinking a uh, piece of cinnamon French toast. And I mean, what more could you ask for in a beer, right? And on top of that, 6.3% ain't shabby. So, I'm looking forward to seeing how this one pans out. Wish we had a whole sixer each, uh, but then Thursday may be rough.
2: But at I least you have a two for of that. Them, man, this is rough to only have one of these. Seriously, this this is one of those deliver on what they say uh, it is in the ingredients list beers. So, thumbs up so far. I'm
1: I think super done with his. Yeah, Scott's already finished.
2: I, I am almost. I am almost done with it. Unfortunately,
1: <laughs> I taste everything they talk about. There's cinnamon. I taste the vanilla. I taste the coffee. It's so smooth, Uh very nice mouthfeel on this beer. We don't have to wait to hear how this one holds up because it's going to continue to be delicious. I actually think mine might be a little too cold. That's the only thing that I could say, and that's my fault. That's not on them. That's on me. This is First four brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Again, dugoutmugs.com slash craft for 15% off your entire order. Sell out. All right, uh, let's talk about this Rooney Rule, Scott, because this was the first thing that uh, when I said, what do you guys want to talk about this week, the first thing you replied with was the Rooney Rule. So for those of you that don't know uh, what happened this week, there was a proposal that was floated that basically said – uh, teams may get a third round pick a bump in the third round. If they hired a black GM or excuse me, a minority GM or a minority coach, uh, there was up to 10 picks that they got higher in the third round. And then there was also incentives for hiring a, a minority coordinator. Um, as soon as I heard that, I was like, dude, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> like I understand that they were trying something, but whoo wee, was that a bad look? Uh, Am I wrong in that assessment, Scott, or or do you agree that that is a horrible
2: way to do this? Man, I had to double-check the calendar and make sure it wasn't April Fool's Day again to make sure they weren't just floating one of those. I was like, ah, you guys didn't like that. Don't worry, it's April Fool's, but it's the (laughs) NFL, so they couldn't even get that right. Uh, Just total lack of any type of uh, perspective on this one. I, I I, I don't know any other way to say it, like, to the idea that you're going to fundamentally change the game to hire more black people like or minorities in general, like everybody wants more minorities, but if you have to incentivize teams with draft picks, it seems kind of fake.
3: Yeah. And I, I can't wait until this bites them in the ass and they end up having to, to deal with the situation where someone tries to game the system just to get draft picks. And then they turn around and right. they fire the coach like a day later. So, you know what I mean? Like this, I, Oh God, I, I can't. And the thing is, is like you can't even give them the benefit of the doubt for like where they're trying to come from either, and be like, oh well, but their heart was in the right place. Because damn it, we all know that's not the case, right? Like it's a PR them.
2: move. That's all. Yeah, that they exactly. Uh, right.
3: right. Oh, they they would have been. They would have been better off and just not saying anything and trying something else besides this and see how it panned out well this it is, this is
1: garbage it didn't make sense to me either because if you think about it uh teams that are turning over coaches are likely picking high in the rounds anyways so like if you've got yeah. the first pick in the third round then you can't get any higher than the first pick in the third round so it's like <laughs> oh, well i'm not getting my draft picks so no i'm not Matt i'm not taking that guy
2: tapped into what i was thinking too Bill check is like oh minority hires is that all we got to do get more draft picks and cheat the system <laughs> No problem. I'll call up all of my black friends. They'll be ready. They'll all have jobs tomorrow. How many black friends well, that, does Bill Belichick have? E- enough to get the, to game the system. Like the, the Patriots won the Super Bowl and have the first overall pick. What happened? Yeah, he
3: has as many as he wants too, right? Like anyone will come work for Bill Belichick because then that basically guarantees a career for like in the next six years. I mean,
2: that's true. Yeah, Carly it's, Weiss, Weiss. it's also Charlie the Weiss. system too. They'll be like, yep, see, it's the, the, the Belichick tree, the system. Ah. Everything. It really it doesn't matter, though.
3: Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, it's the same thing. You're on their staff for a minute, and people will hire you for five years, no questions asked.
1: Right. right. <laughs> uh, pardon the punctuation. Ed chiming in, wanting to know what the incentive for hiring a slightly overweight dude like himself would be. Uh, and then he clarified and said, okay, more than slightly. Uh, and Scott pointing out Andy Reid just won the Super Bowl, so overweight coaches are in vogue right now. So maybe that is the next. You soon, uh,
2: Scott. <laughs> I mean, what, what? <laughs> Oh, oh, and there goes our
3: boost.
1: <laughs> it's all right. Scott all right. already called me, me this time. He already called me a bastard. It was. It was already done. It's
3: fine. <laughs> oh, see now. Wait a minute now. I, I. I'll take issue with that. That should not be. That shouldn't. That shouldn't qualify us as explicit at this point. Eh, come on.
1: You know, we'll, we'll they see. They say it on ABC. <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask you this. So uh, they decided not to give this incentive. They backed away from this. The owners decided to table this until later, and rightfully so. Uh, but they did come up with um, some measures that will prevent teams from blocking assistants from interviewing for, uh, for coordinator jobs, which I got to be honest, I didn't even know that was a thing. Did you guys realize that if you were a, uh, like a, yes. a, a positions coach, you couldn't order, uh, you couldn't interview for a coordinator job while you're under contract?
2: Yeah. And there's all sorts of rules where they can block you if it's not a upgrade position. So if you're just going for another positions coach where you, or a position job where you think you have a better shot at moving up the ladder there, or whatever, like you can deny it. And, yeah. Well,
1: you I know, knew they, they had to like all
2: sorts of stupid rules.
1: I knew they had to ask permission to to interview coordinators and stuff like that, but I didn't realize there was like a, a specific restriction on position coaches. Uh, cuz in that case it's like how do these guys ever get a chance to move up to like the only way you can move up as a coordinator is either in-house or if you're out of contract? That sounds bananas. They
3: shine they shine Bill Belichick's jock strap. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a clause. You don't. It's not in the actual rules or the bylaws themselves. But it's like one of those little things you see, like the footnote, right? And you got to flip to like page twelve hundred and four to be able to see it. And that's how it happens.
1: And and that's Matt Matt Barr clarifying the team's uh the only job they can't stop you from interviewing for is head coach, uh, which is it just sounds insane to me. Uh, Why do we think he knows that though? Like, how do we know Matt's right? I trust Matt Barr uh, when it comes to this. He's, listen, Matt Barr is now a professional podcaster. Fourth and goal just got picked up by a, a huge network. He is, he's a pro at this, so he knows his stuff. He's not a little rinky dink Craftford Sports like we got going on here. That man's a
3: professional. <laughs> Wait. Wait, he's on ESPN?
1: All uh, right, close enough.
3: <laughs> I didn't realize that Fox had a radio show
1: uh scott do you like this uh this measure that uh removes that uh that restriction from uh coaches applying for or interviewing for a coordinator
2: job yeah i mean what kind of stupid rule was that to begin with why were you able to restrict a guy from getting a, a different job anywhere like forget what the the level of it was or what it if you wanted if you decided you wanted to work in front of the franchise i don't see how one team could just be like and eh, no you're not going to go in it that job as we said so well and that
3: that Man, I, f- I finished the last dance you <laughs> <jerk>. <laughs>
2: I feel like that gets
1: to the heart of the issue because the heart of the issue and why we don't see so uh, enough minority coaches is because you don't have enough minority coordinators uh, that, that are getting that opportunity. So maybe now that these position coaches do have the chance to uh, to interview for coordinators and get the, that uh, experience, although we've already seen that it doesn't matter. You don't need that experience, Zach Taylor. Uh, and also who was the, uh, the- Kingsbury. Uh, Kingsbury. Well, at least he was a head coach somewhere. Uh, but who's oh, the? I thought you
2: just meant the NFL part. Where no, the, like, dude from, uh, the dude from the dude from New England.
1: English. The dude from New England who was like a, an assistant wide receivers coach and got a head coaching job. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the dude in New York.
1: Yes, yeah, that dude. Like, yeah. uh, the, unless you're a white guy, that's the only way you have the opportunity to go from position coach to head coach.
3: But wait, yeah. wait, where, where, where was he before
1: that? Uh, yep, it's that Belichick coaching tree.
3: It's that. shining. Bill Belichick's jock straps. Y'all just listen to me more often.
1: Uh, uh, well, there we go. So changes of the Rooney Rule. We'll see if there's anything that comes of this, and and hopefully we can there's see more some
2: NFL better. embarrassment. I can tell you. I'm
1: okay. just glad that they don't have this ridiculous incentive for. But that's.
3: That that's what I want to know. Like, so I'm guessing what they did is they floated this out as like, this is super stupid. It's never going to pass. But then when we roll this out there and everyone calls us idiots, when we try to do what we really want to do, no one's going to bat an eye because they they're like, well, at least they didn't do the draft pick thing. Like, so what are they really after?
1: I think this was all just a PR move. To Like, they didn't have any intention. They just wanted to be like, we did something. We tried. The owner said, no, we tried. The other league tried. Yeah, you guys, we were
2: batting it around. I mean, we put something out there. If they've got any better ideas, they should come to us. But we as the league, we tried. Right.
3: right. Uh, That was, (laughs) yeah, that's. There could have been something better than that. I mean, shoot.
1: Well, it's the NFL, man. They're not known for their uh, their genius.
2: There's no way that they've thought anything else. They're like, (laughs) well, this is the best we can do.
1: um speaking of football it was revealed this week that during the 2011 lockout lebron was training to play football and actually got a contract from jerry jones
3: who hasn't though right didn't dennis rodman get one of those and and, i mean i think they floated one over to uh to, to pat mcafee once or twice oh wait he actually was a football player at one point forgot about that damn
1: Hmm. (laughs) I love this idea of LeBron. Like, I I mean, growing up in Northeast Ohio, everybody talked about how great LeBron was at football. And if he didn't give it up to focus on basketball, he could have gone to Ohio State. Urban Meyer was recruiting him when Urban Meyer was at Notre Dame. Uh, But the idea that all of a sudden in 2011, he can just stop during the lockout and was going to get a chance to play for the NFL is insane to me. Especially on that team, like everybody says, LeBron is going to be a tight end. Like the the Cowboys were in the playoffs that year. I'm pretty sure they were making a playoff run, and Jerry Jones was really
2: willing to put LeBron James on the field. Come on, this just goes to show you uh, what I've always said is that Jason Went made shit. So, I mean, if anybody can just come off the street, not even be playing the sport, and just suit up and take your job. I mean, how Hall of Fame are you, really? So there it is, the definitive answer about whether or not Jason Whitman is a Hall of Famer. You heard it here first. He is not, because LeBron could have taken his job in 2011.
3: I just think it's funny, because, like, really what it boils down to is everyone thought LeBron was great at football in high school, but, like, he was just playing against a bunch of mics. So, like, that's true. He was was D3. Oh, boy. It's real tough competition up there. He Boy, was uh, he's looking real good. Well, hang
1: on. Before you besmirch the name of Northeast Ohio football, put some respect on Carnel Mooney, the seven time state champion. All right? So shut it.
3: Uh, but <laughs> Yeah, well look, dude, I don't care. The way Ohio does their their <laughs> high school uh divisions and regions and all that crap, it's all frigging money grab. Like all the Catholic schools have their own little ways to get a title each year. They're basically a bunch of Alabamas. They <laughs> create ways to just
0: title.
1: I have never been more happy to have Drew experience uh,
2: some internet issues (laughs) than
0: right there. (laughs) Oh, shit.
2: You were actually going through a tunnel at that moment, Drew. I was like, oh, is that just my end?
3: No, that was perfect.
2: (laughs) Your super hot take got tunneled out. It really
3: did, too. It was a good one, man. (laughs)
2: Uh, Part of the
1: punctuation yeah. pointing out Ed saying, "Have you uh, not seen Invincible? What a great, what a great reference there!" Yeah, that's a good point. If Mark Wahlberg can walk on the Eagles during uh, open tryouts, then sure, LeBron James could play tight end for the Cowboys. Why not? On that bar saying that LeBron would get uh, hit by Dante Whitner once and never put the pads on again. So let's. Hang on, let's let's take a look here for a second, because everybody talks about like everybody made the same joke when this story came out about oh, was LeBron gonna flop as a tight end? Is there is there flopping a lot in football now? LeBron James is a big dude. Like just because he not only that,
2: have you watched the NFL lately? There's flop.
1: For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. There's a lot of
2: fun. <laughs> the answer to that is yes.
3: <laughs> just PIs left and right, man. That's all that's all you gotta do. Maybe they maybe the Cowboys were ahead of the game. Maybe that's what they're going
1: for, right? That's a good point. Maybe that was the the plan. Like, let's get somebody who can draw a pass interference just because he's a, a fantastic actor on the field. But like LeBron is is he's a big dude. And yes, I understand like getting hit by a linebacker in the NFL is not the same as playing high school football, but He's also, I mean, he can probably take a hit. Like the, it, He's a big dude. It, it's not going to be – everybody that's making fun of him, it, if you had a Venn diagram – take
2: a hit and then not get back up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he could definitely take a hit. He's big enough to take a hit. But, yeah, it, there's just – you said it, but wait, you can just tiptoe around the fact that it's different getting hit by those guys. And then, you know, in the NBA, like, who's coming at you? Derrick Rose? I mean –
3: Scott, you, you gotta let him finish because I thought I heard the words Venn diagram.
1: Uh, I was just gonna say the people who don't think LeBron would have been able to make it if you if you have that circle and then the circle of people who say Jordan is better than LeBron, uh, it's oh, a perfect bro, circle.
2: This is bull. I was set up. <laughs> I'm out. This is bull.
3: The best part is Scott could easily be out. All he has to do is lean back in his chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's just a you bridge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is an outrage. You set me up.
3: <laughs> the thing is, LeBron's thick. Like He's got a thick upper body, but man, his legs, they look like some twigs. I feel like he would get cut low once by like a, a cornerback, and then that would be it. That'd be game over. he be like, mm, I'm good. I don't
1: know. I think people downplay LeBron's physicality quite a bit just because it's, that's what the NBA is now. The NBA is full of dudes that that act like they're hurt in order to draw a file. You can't blame him that that's what the game has become. He's just, he's playing by the rules that have been created.
3: I don't, I don't blame him for that. I just think it's different though. Like in the NBA, you know, if you watch that quality documentary where, you know, in the last dance, you could see them grinding down Jordan, but he still rose above like the champion he is. Mm. uh, All right. So drew
1: fell for the propaganda film. Got it.
3: No! Whoa!
2: Whoa! Straight propaganda. facts,
3: bro. Six, six and eight, man.
2: Six this and eight years. What you gonna say about that? Right here, propaganda film. Are we? Lucky you don't do this show in the same place no more. Good God! You know
3: what? I'm glad baseball got canceled. Speaking no, of that, all right. Whoa! Whoa! Little... whoa. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Everybody, attacking right, I'm right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot crossing streams there. You know, I was trying to. I was trying to get a term a little bit. I didn't. You know, a little friendly fire. My bad. My bad.
2: Let's so talk I'm about that. Back to that scene I was at earlier with
1: before the show started. <laughs> Let's talk about this about baseball coming back. Uh, so the proposals have been floated around. I'm getting really tired of like, hey, this is how it might happen, and we might see this way. Like, I just I want to get to the point where we now have this is the plan. Players accept it or don't, and then we go from there. But stop with this. Ah, this is how it might happen, or it may be based on this. But the latest thing that has come out, the MLB protocols, uh, where they're talking about keeping players safe, they are saying that there should be no spitting, no sunflower seeds allowed. Uh, if you're if you're part of a team and you're not in the game, you're not allowed to be in the dugout. You have to be in the empty stands, socially distanced, uh, six feet apart. Uh, and they will also in, incur severe penalties for fighting. Like that's one of the things that they specifically called out as like, if you fight, we will have more severe penalties than normal because of uh, COVID-19
2: uh what Hard do you guys social distance of somebody bat flips huh guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's that's what i was gonna say <laughs> if there's such if there's such penalties for fighting can this be the year that bat flips become the norm like you can't oh, i mean i, I guess love it
2: the first dude to bat flip to stare down the pitcher and be like i dare you bro <laughs> severe penalties if you come at me
1: i mean i guess the pitcher can still throw at him but uh he can't fight you
3: <laughs> like... <laughs> you could bat flip at the pitcher
0: just throw your just
3: throw your bat straight at the kid's head, right? All I want to see though is I want to see some dude pull the Baker Mayfield. I don't even care about bat flip. Hit a dinger, and then as you're walking on the first base, pull the Baker Mayfield and just grab your junk. What's like, up? <laughs> what up? What you got? Just go that route with it, but. I don't know.
2: I didn't know what pulling a, May- a Baker Mayfield was. I was like, this could go in a multitude of directions. Let's see where he goes. With this. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Next. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm, I don't know what that means.
3: Well, uh, you can't really throw an interception in, in baseball. I mean, I guess that's basically a fly ball, but you know yeah, that. Yeah. That's a little bit more, uh, a little bit more accurate. I just, it's it to me. All this is so stupid. This is so dumb. It's the same thing. Like if you have to go to a restaurant and they're gonna put up those stupid shower curtains between tables to like keep socially distance. I'm like, look, if that's where we're at, this shit ain't figured out. So you know what? <laughs> Y'all have fun. I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna be fine. I got plenty of Xbox games, and you know we got Doritos on on point for days. So like, get at me in a month.
2: I mean, those restaurants still deliver to my house. So if, again, also if true. you gotta have a shower curtain up or you gotta sit. In the stands. I mean, as much as I want baseball to come back, if that's what we're talking about, where guys can't spit or they can't have seeds, like things that just come natural to baseball players, you get guy's going to be like, "Oh, sorry, I'm sad. Like, you <laughs> tossed from the game. Like, come on, I, I, it's not even going to work. If and it's you're, that you're, serious, thing, Scott, that we can't play.
3: These are the same guys who don't want to be in the home run derby, which, I mean, what? okay, let's talk about it. Let's say you make it through all the rounds, like the bracket style they did last year, I think it was, right? And you're taking maybe, what, at that point, maybe 100, 150 swings. And dudes don't want to do that because it's going to screw up their stroke, right? The same fools are going to come at us and be like, well, my batting average is down because I'm not allowed to spit my sunflower seeds anymore. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like these same little...
2: Now that's true. Baseball uh, players are, they're, they're creatures of habit and they got their quirks and right. any th- little thing that throws them up. I'm already, I-, I secretly think that a lot of them don't want this season to happen because they'll be like, eh, you know, I mean, if I, if I have a, a, a rough season cause I didn't get things figured out and my averages are down, I mean, that might affect my next contract negotiations. I mean, really how much do I want this season to happen? Cause it's abbreviated and then my contract is negotiated off that or they throw it in there. Ah, I don't want there to be a year where, uh, they can use that against me. So, I mean, if we don't play, we just don't play. Like, I right. really think that there's a lot of guys in the league that are like that. I mean, and in a league with guaranteed contracts, you can be like that because it's like, oh, whatever. Whenever play resumes, I'm getting paid one way or the other. Well, and because yeah,
3: and- they need those eight months and 257 games to be able to get all those dying duck like singles to be able to get their average up enough. Like these fools need that time to figure shit out on things that don't matter. But I'm all in on baseball this year, Mike.
1: Here's what I don't understand, though. Like, it, when it comes, and it's not just baseball, it's anything at this point. Is the product on the field going to be worth watching? Like, if the NBA resumes tomorrow, if they're allowed to, you know, they were talking about June 1st, they might allow guys back in facilities and Silver might have a plan going forward. If MLB starts up, I mean, we should be almost through May. Like, we're two months into what would have been the regular season. We haven't even had spring training at this point. Uh, The NFL, at least, is still. You know, they're still on track to start on time, but you're missing OTAs. You're missing the mini camps, uh, college football. These guys haven't been on campus at all. So, like, you're trusting that these college players are working out on their own. Are we even going to get a good enough product on the field uh, if sports come back this this
3: season? Who cares? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I don't really, I, cause I don't,
3: I just want to see something, man. You know what I mean? No, see and, and, that's,
1: that's BS answer, Drew. I'm sorry. I'm calling you out on that because I'll that's not the this. case I'll, because do people it, don't want to watch garbage. They might start off that way. And I'll tell you why nobody's watching Korean baseball. Everybody's like, man, I can't wait for sports. To come back. I can't wait for sports. To come back. Korean baseball comes on and people are like, sweet baseball's back. Two days later, nobody's talking about Korean baseball anymore. It's not the sport. I don't get get that channel
3: because I would be all for it. I'm sorry. You'll get ESPN? Oh, seriously? It's not ESPN?
1: See? See? You don't care. (laughs) You just proved my point, bro.
3: bro? Dude, I don't watch any live TV anymore because it's like, why? Like, What what am I putting the TV on for? I I did watch soccer this weekend because I knew that shit was on. So I turned that on. I watched it. It was weird. It was hilarious. It was uncomfortable. But it was at least there. So I watched that. I will start. Watching Korean baseball because those dudes get after it. I love it, man. Like they got a little bit of flair in some. What <laughs>
1: you're going through? A you got, you got to reset year. that router, bro. <laughs> 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 All right, let's do this game real Bullshit. quick because Chris America texted me before the show, uh, and he said. Uh, is it too late to throw in a topic for you guys to discuss tonight? And uh, he did this in the Craft Fruit Sports Facebook group. He threw out a bunch of athletes and wanted to see who everybody associated, which team people associated guys with. So he did an MLB one for us because he knows we like baseball, especially Drew. Uh, so I'll say, <laughs> I'll say a player, you guys tell me the, uh, the team that comes to mind when you hear this guy's name, Ken Griffey Jr.
2: Mariners. Mariners.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, as a Reds fan, I don't even think of him as a Red. I think of him as a uh, I was just gonna
2: say. I was like, I mean, he he played a decent amount of time there, but the, the fact that he was hurt and all that, it just it tarnished everything. Uh, it's unfortunate, but it's Mariners easily. Johnny Damon. Ooh, Red Sox. Uh, I'd go Red Sox too. Uh, I'm close to saying Royals. To be perfectly honest with that's who you associate Johnny Damon uh, with. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm close to saying Royals because I remember when he came up and was really good for the Royals and that was before they, you know, got back to World Series and whatnot. But uh, I, I guess I'll lean towards Red Sox, but uh, it, it's close to being Royals. Red Sox See, is the correct baseball answer. Goes I baseball going to
1: I was about to call you a nerd. Uh, David Price.
2: <laughs> uh, Devil Rays. Yeah, and that's I was, right, I said Devil Rays, not the Rays, the Devil Rays.
1: <laughs> Drew, you're shaking your head you agree with Tampa Bay for David Price.
3: No, I no. It, it's right. It just it's. I forgot that there was a whole Devil Rays race. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: yes, they they again, it. see, I'm
2: baseball and <laughs> <nerded> there <laughs> uh, Albert Pujols, cards, oh, that's cards. Come yeah, on. Me,
1: yeah. Me too. Uh, Barry Bonds. Hey, wait,
2: wait.
1: Here's <laughs> we, a question, we
2: know you did all those years. He was Wampa ass in the Reds.
1: <laughs> you know why I associate <laughs> with? It, here's why I associate him with the Cardinals. Uh, because I had gone to a game with Boyle and Albert Pujols was signing autographs down on the the third baseline, and some dude threw a sharpie at him. And I swear to God, I thought Holst was going to murder this guy. I, his face <laughs> changed. It was like immediate, like, I'm going to kill. And he just pointed out the guy, and he told the security guard, he was like, get him before I do. And I was like,
0: oh, my God. <laughs>
1: So that image, whenever I hear Pujols' name, that's the first thing I think of, and he's in a Cardinals uniform, so that's that's why I always associate him with the Cardinals. Uh, dude, Barry, he's,
3: he's thick. You want to talk about guys with upper body, he is big a big boy. dude.
1: He's a big dude. Uh, speaking of big dudes, Barry Bonds. Mm, giants. Yeah. See, I associate him with the Pirates, only because I was in that area when he was coming up with Pittsburgh. Uh, so I, I got like, to no see him one, like. No, I
2: like. I like to not give him uh, pirates credit because my brother is still mad about the Sid Bream slide, and that was Barry who didn't make that throw to home. So. <laughs> Drew, Drew is cool. <laughs> Randy
1: Johnson. Diamondbacks. Really? Yep. See, I
2: go Mariners with Johnson too. You know what's you know what's funny is it took a long time to get past that. Like, and I mean, you know, losing the mullet. But then he had so much success with the Diamondbacks that it was like it it, it kind of forced the issue. And then he had the perfect game against the Braves and everything. Like, yeah, it it took a while to to get that Mariners off of there. But he definitely this is kind of the it, since baseball is like the only one that does this. This is kind of which hat are they wearing in the Hall yeah. of Fame plat game? But I, I actually have to go Diamondbacks for Randy Johnson. I already, Wait,
3: where was he when he made that bird explode? That's a good question. Arizona. He was? Okay. Okay, then that's what I, th- I You say Randy Johnson. I just think of that clip where it's like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Scott, I already know your answer on this one, so you don't have to respond to this one. Uh, but Drew, Greg Maddox. Oh, Braves. Yeah, me too. Uh, Chris America pointed out he, he was to like – He tried to set
2: you up there. He tried to set well, you up there. Yeah, because like and for a half a second I was like, wait, where else Where else did he play? <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right. I forgot about that. Well, he played that, with yeah. the Dodgers. He played with the Cubs. He played with the Padres. He played with the Braves. Holy shit. Yeah, he, he actually played ride. for – I was going to say, by the end, it's like you forget how many teams he actually played for.
1: That's, I think, the craziest part uh, when you think about it is these players get tossed around, especially in baseball. Although when Chris America did that with uh, with the basketball players and he he pointed out like Horace Grant, and Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes, I, was, I actually had to stop and think for a second because I was like, who do I associate Matt Barnes with? And I realized he played with almost every team in the league. And I was like, I don't know, pick a name out of a hat. It's just weed. That's all, that's all I associate Matt Barnes with anymore is just weed. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, – Let's thank our sponsor here real quick. CraftBruit uh, Sports is brought to you by More Labs. Look, everybody, we got the hookup for you. Get 20% off your order uh, using the code sports at morelabs.com. Uh, you uh, you want to drink all night long? They got the hookup for you to make you feel good in the morning. Uh, you want to be able to get to sleep at night? They got stuff that'll help you with that. You want to be able to focus during the day? They got stuff that'll help with that. Hit them up, morelabs.com. 20% off your order using the code sports. Uh, thank you, More Labs. They just sent me a life hack pack, and I'm going to be dipping into that this weekend. So shout them out. Uh, hit them up, morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. All right, fellas. Uh, let's talk Jordan documentary. Uh, we, this is the other thing that we needed to get to tonight. It finally wrapped up. Last dance is, is over. Uh, we got to see the flu game, a.k.a. now the, the pizza gate. Uh, we also got to see Rodman. Going to WCW Nitro after Game Three of the Finals, Uh, and we got to. uh, (laughs) Oh,
3: Uh, Scott, how you feel? I see you beating up on Malone all
1: night last night, brother. (laughs) Dude, hang on a second. Okay, so you you brought that up. This story came out. Eric Bischoff, who was known for being associated with WCW, he came out and said uh, that he encouraged Dennis Rodman. Uh, if something happens, uh, not necessarily during the course of the game, but if something happens that can maybe play this up a little bit, uh, why don't you go ahead and do that? And they specifically showed that part in the documentary where Rodman ran into Malone and then he like, kept tripping over him and kept bumping into him and then they slapped each other on the ass and it got kind of vicious. It's a wrestling work. The whole thing was an Eric Bischoff wrestling work. That's insane to me
3: never made that connection before <laughs> but how about that huh the the, um, the best part is i was watching that with my wife and she goes i remember that i remember that very well not nothing else about jordan's time with the bulls but she remembers when jordan and malone got all tangled up because it's a big ordeal back in the day
2: i th- that, we shouldn't just mention that carl malone's a huge bitch though like i really hate carl malone uh, wow like just Independent of any of the, the the documentary or anything that happened, Rodman Carl Malone could always suck. What's but, your like, What's Scott? your beef he was with looking Malone? So
3: fresh with his his white polo tucked into his khaki shorts on the bus at the end.
2: <laughs> to be fair, that was a '90s like <laughs> mid '30s guy. Tag. They were all right, like, doing "Dude, it.
3: what were we doing in the '90s?"
2: Shit. <laughs> I was waiting for them to scroll down and see the socks with the sandals like, <laughs> rocking it hard as hell. <laughs> Uh, yeah in the 90s it was either like
1: uh, oversized white t-shirt or it was uh, polo in the shorts golf like dad golf look like you just yeah. carry around a spatula with you uh, <laughs> um, So Scott, uh, what would you think of the uh, the ending uh, are you Are you happy with how they wrapped up that documentary? <laughs>
2: I was talking to Jude just before the show started about it. It was, I mean, it was great, but it it seemed like it was uh, anticlimactic. The the closer we got to the end of it, the more like I guess familiar, and I guess that just comes with age. I mean, obviously, I remember all the stuff watching it as a kid, but you're not really taking it in as much and then when you get to the end it's like oh okay you know 8th grade and everything i remember sitting there i was watching game 6 live and everything that kind of happened so i mean it was good and everything but it kind of ended with just uh oh okay well that was a nice way to end it so
1: i got to be honest i liked that the uh, cuz javi had pointed out a couple episodes ago in the chat that uh they were still editing as things were like up to a few weeks ago, they were still editing episodes nine and 10. Um, I love that the director took the criticism that he's gotten. Jordan's kids were in these episodes. Like you got to see his kids for the first time in like episode 10. And also Barack Obama was elevated from former Chicago resident to president Barack Obama. That was a nice change. He, like he, he wasn't just listed as Barack Obama, former Chicago resident. They were like, Oh, maybe to be we should-
2: fair, that title only became official the, from the beginning of the documentary to the end. Like they had to put the paperwork through. And so he actually didn't officially become president of Barack Obama until the very end of the documentary. So <laughs> it was factually correct.
1: Uh, it was, um, it was i i was disappointed overall in the documentary i mean it was good tv i, I feel like
3: mean, whoa, the the over the whole scope of the series yes. or like the way it ended
1: no the whole thing and here's why uh, <laughs> jordan to promote it talked about how he was nervous about this documentary coming out because he was afraid people were going to see it and not like him afterwards and the complete opposite happened. Like there was nothing in that documentary, and I get what he was pointing to. He was like talking about the way he treated Jerry Krause and the way he treated Scott Burrell and the way he like got on his teammates. He kind of took that as people are going to look at this and and not like me. But instead, that was what everybody pointed to as. God, this is why I love Michael Jordan. This right here. This is why he's a competitor. Like, it was... It, and and he knew that. He knew that's what was going to happen.
2: He knew... He played this city
1: like a 100%. 100%. And he knew... He knew... Oh, I'm going to talk about this because then people are going to tune in because they're going to think they're going to get something spicy. But instead, all it was was just him being an asshole that we already knew he was. Like, he was a competitive asshole. Why is that asshole. a problem? Because he, a problem? he lied.
3: Dude's an asshole and dude wins. Who gives a shit? Right? No, he lied to me. There and wins
1: titles. he lied to me Six about what eight. was he lied to me about what what, what I was going to see in the documentary that's
3: why I'm upset I wanted to see Michael wake track. up it's 2020 everyone's lying to you constantly <gasps> everyone
1: <sighs>
3: I'm Everybody. just
1: so disappointed like, I wanted like something spi- I wanted it to be like oh damn Jordan cheated on his wife in the middle of the finals and that's why he had the flu yeah. it wasn't the flu he had VD damn that's some juicy <laughs> stuff I do hate him <laughs>
2: Okay. No, look at look at those. New bit. Funniest.
3: Alternative <laughs> history in the Jordan doc.
1: Let's just
2: start doing that. Let's just start
3: write, rewriting the episodes. Because I'm here for that. <laughs> I mean, shit. That's good though.
1: I I just don't I don't like that uh, I was sold a bill of
3: goods. Uh, and also, let me ask you guys this: Is Mike's pissed? Says he got sold some Wolf Cola, not Wolf tickets, but he got sold Wolf <laughs> no. Cola. Am don't know I about that? Oh, uh sunny.
1: Am I the, uh, is Jordan the only person, not even athlete, the only person that could behave the way he did in that documentary and people are just like, no, that's fine. That's totally cool.
2: Yep. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: What about Kobe? Hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm going to be honest. What about, because I could see Kobe could have punched someone and I feel like people are like, ah, that's all right. Kobe raped someone. They're like, ah, it's okay. He went titles. That's a good point. He
1: did already get away the with Kobe rate,
2: stands so. will overlook anything. So they ain't worried about him punching a teammate in the face.
3: No. <laughs> Shaq should have rebounded better and they wouldn't get hit.
2: <laughs> I can't believe it. I am kind of sad that they didn't get to play, you know, that extra year and they're thinking about it, that they probably would have matched up with those Lakers. And so we would have got to see how that went down. I mean, I would, if you talk about series that never happened, that that would have been nice to have seen instead of that rematch against uh, the Dads and Carl Malone, um, uh, it would have been nice to see them play the Lakers just to see, you know, just to put that to fucking bed about how Kobe would have been like. Oh, I so, like, how like, would you what, feel what though age? if it went the other way? <laughs> like, what if they. But I feel like, oh no, it wouldn't have happened. No, no, no. No, I mean, but Jordan would have won. So, I mean, like, there's, there's no. There's only one way it ended. It just. <laughs> it would have been nice if the opponent was different. Like, having to beat the Jazz back to back years is just like, yeah, okay. Well,
3: What age do you think Carmelon was when he was full on dad bod?
0: Twenty. I I was gonna say sixteen. I think he's like twelve.
1: He's he's got Greg Oden syndrome where he just looks old as shit from the time he was like in high school.
3: (laughs) Do you think at some point in his life, when he's like thirty five, forty, like Greg Oden is gonna like start reverse aging?
2: (laughs) Nope. (laughs) He's just going to continue to look older than shit. <laughs> did you just
1: speculate that he's got a uh, Benjamin button Benjamin disease button
3: syndrome, <laughs> but like, but like, but like a 30 year delay, like it's a deferral, right? Like it does not kick in for the first three decades.
2: Jim's asking if that pizza was intentionally uh, poisoned by those dudes in the hallway. That absolutely. When they said it for
3: sure was,
2: well, if it was Papa John's, they wouldn't have to have poisoned it. It just been like, here you go. And you their shit pizza and make them sick. But there's a hundred percent chance that they uh, they, they poisoned that pizza. No, Absolutely.
1: I don't think I don't think they did. Uh, oh, come
2: on. You're out here buying the, the, the gambling thing, but you won't buy it at five dudes. Well, because the gambling thing was super, true, Scott. Come on. <laughs> That's super, just for real. Super yeah. Utah fans wouldn't do something to Mike's Pizza. They probably did. No, it, it you know who would have?
1: That, uh, that lady from Indiana. That lady totally would have done something Ooh. to Mike's oh, Pizza.
2: Good yeah, lord. Karen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That lady, uh, she's like a business owner. They tracked her down. She's a business owner in Indianapolis. Uh, she was like, oh, yeah, I remember now. They were coming around and, like, Made a sign waivers uh, and I didn't know. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And, then, and she goes, but I yelled at everybody back then. That's what you did. I was say, she was probably proud
2: of it too. She's like, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Screw Mike. Like, whatever.
3: <laughs> Oh, we, can uh, I say
2: fuck now? Do we already? Yeah, whatever. It don't anyway, matter. Yeah, fuck that guy. Right? Uh, <laughs> we use the n-word all the time. It's what we did. I mean, we didn't excuse it, but it's just it is what Indianapolis,
3: we did. after all. Yeah,
2: Exactly. Let's be honest here. Uh,
1: but no, that pizza was not intentionally poisoned. Uh, I think it was. It may have just been bad pepperoni. It wasn't done on purpose. Also, uh, the, the- wait.
3: Hold on. Stop. You said it. I was waiting to ask. What was on that pizza?
1: <laughs> I don't. That's a good question. I don't know what was on it for real. If
2: it no, was but the but only we'll, pizza place open that late, the only thing you know it was just basic cheese and pepperoni. It was. <laughs> uh, you're right because so it was fancy. like
3: the 90s. Yeah, so like life
2: sucked yeah. back then.
3: So that's all you had. You get. You go cheese, pepperoni. The the dude has Extra been everybody.
2: the
1: dude has been like doing interviews. Uh the guy's come forward and was like, I'm the guy that delivered that pizza. He was like, first of all, there wasn't five of us, there were two of us. Uh second of all, you had to go through security to get to the room. He was like, and I'm a big Bulls fan, and I purposely told everybody in the shop, I'm making this pizza so you guys don't mess with the bulls. And I was like, how do you know? Like, I guess they were just – they figured it was going to that hotel, so they assumed it was going to the Bulls. But that's also kind of a risky move to poison a pizza not necessarily knowing – because it's not like they put Jordan's name on the order. It's not like Jordan called up Pizza Hut and was like, hey, man, uh, yeah, that's under Jordan. Uh, yeah, J O R D A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, that's me. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> that, somebody yeah, again, else ordered again, that. You
1: don't know what's going to Michael Jordan. Somebody, one of his security guards ordered it. One of the security guards that he treated like a dad ordered. it. So it's under like whatever the dude's name. It's not under Jordan's name. It's a risky move to poison that pizza.
3: I just think it's funny that you think they like gave care to the other pizzas they were making. Like <laughs> oh shit, we poisoned the wrong person. Damn. Well, that's disappointing. That's gonna come up on my performance review. Aw shucks.
2: But guy- he's buying the, the gambling conspiracy. He won't yeah, right? he won't let a guy, you know, throwing in some, you know, some moldy pe- moldy pepperoni, but uh, he'll totally buy the gamble. I'm saying it wasn't purposely
1: done. I feel like it was just nasty pizza. That's all it was. Well, it, was, it, was just, just, it
2: was just sloppily made 3 a.m. pizza. The,
1: exactly. <laughs> it was end of the night pizza. We've all been there. We've all been drunk and ordered pizza, and then we we're, like, shitting our brains out, and it's like, oh, I shouldn't order so that pizza what, that
3: late. So I feel like you finally hit on where you're trying to go with this man. He, wouldn't, he wasn't food poisoned. Motherfucker was hung over. Well, that's the theory. That's, that there that's was some a better theory
2: too. I I buy that more than I do, you know, somebody not poisoning his pizza in Utah. Because
3: because <laughs> the more I think about it, now that you say this, it sounds like dude just had a lot of tequila. Because those <laughs> symptoms sound a lot like I've had when I've had way <laughs> too much tequila.
1: That's a very good point.
3: I feel achy, uh, <laughs> I'm puking all day. I can't keep anything down. I dropped 47 points in 44 minutes, and <laughs> like, that's, that's me on a tequila hangover. Like, in the NBA
2: on. Finals, no less.
3: <laughs> oh, no, Scott, come on. I'm not going to blaspheme and say I'm that great. But, yeah, oh, okay,
2: all right. yeah. I, I, stay humble. Stay humble. I got you. Right, you
3: know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Two more cool, things I wanted to talk about for the Jordan Doc. Uh, number one, Antoine Carr has come out and said, if you think uh, Utah was doing Ooh. some shady stuff and poisoning pizza – Antoine Carr, who played for the Jazz, said going to Chicago was an experience because they would send Playboy models with cakes up to the rooms. And then when they knock on the door and open the door, the Playboy model would say, Welcome to Chicago, and then drop their trench coat and then stand there nude and hand them a cake. Uh, Wait,
3: okay, but how would they drop their trench coat and not drop the cake? I guess maybe they. that's and I need to know, choice. is this a sheet cake? Are we talking a layer cake? Are they chocolate? Are they vanilla? Is it marble? Because here's the deal, man. Yellow cake. Like, I get cake. down with some cake. Ye- oh, get the fuck that. out of yellow cake. Are you kidding me? Yellow Dude, cake. Dude, it was
2: a Chappelle reference. For I mean, God's sakes, man.
3: Oh, sorry. I was you too focused on this.
2: son of a bee.
3: Look, we're talking about cake right now. Like, this gets me you, you real excited. You know what I'm I saying? I can tell. So... so what I want to know is, why was it just, ah, uh, cake? Because, like, how did you know the guy's cake preference? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you, there's a lot of varieties of cake one could bring. And if you come at me with some, like, shit-ass raspberry cake with white chocolate ice, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I don't even got time for this. You know what I mean? Like, you can put that trench coat back on and get to in. Because, you know, I could get that anywhere here. I'm in the NBA now, but if you come at me with some, like, chocolate cake with fudge icing in the middle of it, I'm going to eat that motherfucker. I'm going to ask you for another one, and then tomorrow I ain't going to get out of bed until I've, like, sat in the toilet for a while and, like, cleaned all that out. I'm going to tell you what. I ain't making it 24 minutes. So, like, what we need – these are the details I need to know. Antoine Carter, get at me. Let's talk.
2: Antoine Carter. Is Antoine calling you? Dude, I don't do research. Look, I saw <laughs> he, cake he in the, the show name. notes. You didn't have to do research. He just said the name two seconds ago. Antoine oh, you Carter. mean you want
3: me to listen to Mike? Uh, uh,
2: that's that sounds like, yeah
1: fair. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode of Cake Brewed Sports because uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you went, <laughs> Drew, you jumped off into the deep end all about, like, I have never seen you get so excited about a topic in my life. <laughs>
2: And he's driving through the tunnel. He's so excited he brought the tunnel with him. <laughs> is,
1: is this an effective way to mess with your opponent? Because one. Hell yeah. Is it the well, yeah, for you, just it didn't have to be a woman. It could just be somebody with a cake, and you're like, ah, I'm No, because
2: you can imagine he's in the United States like, Man, why you, you haven't had such a bad day today, Drew? Man, you know, last night, this, this half-naked woman, she showed up, and, and she brought a sheet cake, and it, it wasn't the cake I like, so I, I'm real mad about that today. <laughs> they, they got in my head, man.
3: I got the raspberry topping and all that. Whew.
2: God damn it. Is-
3: and they had And they had the flowers that are made out of that fake, you know, fake sugar shit instead of like the high-quality cream frosting, too. Who wants that crap? Just don't even put it on there. It's just a waste of damn time. People these days, y'all need to take your cake more seriously.
2: Step your cake game up.
3: Uh, Damn right. I also wanted to talk about Horace
1: Grant being super (laughs) upset. (laughs) Not not quite as upset as Drew is in regards to the lack of details about the cake cake. in the story. Uh, But Horace Grant basically called MJ a snitch. He said 90% of this documentary is bullshit. Uh, He didn't leak anything for the the Jordan Rules book. He's very upset that Jordan said he did. Uh, He was pointing out that Sam uh, Smith was a a very good reporter at the time and that he would have needed two sources. So even if it was Horace Grant, somebody else had to leak it too. Yeah. he also said if mj's got a problem with them come talk to him man-to-man and they can settle come it which is me. such a badass thing to say um
2: Tell come holla at me <laughs>
1: uh so what do you uh what do you make of horace grant and mj uh beefing i guess question mark
2: i mean the only thing that ho grant was beefing on is is the buffet because you see how fat he was he ain't hitting nobody if mike's coming at him i mean mike's got old older and a little bit not as small as he was back in the day but not not like ho grant ho looked like he'd be struggling to get up like oh mike's coming oh that mother <laughs> all right give me a minute. <laughs>
3: Ho, Ho Grant be hanging out in the, the hotel lobby waiting to see which cakes get sent back. Yeah,
1: Ho,
2: Ho was eating all the cakes. There, that's what, that's what happened. Snatched up the scraps,
3: you know what I'm saying? He'd be like, oh, they didn't want that white recipe? Hey, yo, come on, bring on, bring back down on over here.
2: Ho's like Mike's room is that way, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Leave that cake. Yeah, right. Leave that cake right on the yeah. floor.
3: He doesn't like that marble. I know. I know this. Do you think Horace
1: Grant would put on the Rexbecks to fight Jordan? Would he? Oh, would he yeah,
2: no way he wouldn't. The
3: right question is, would he not put them on? I mean, damn, come
1: on. Here we go, MJ. We we gonna do this, and then he just puts them down. I'm ready to go mm-hmm. now. Oh man, uh, horse Grant and he probably gets like
3: Russell Athletic to sponsor his his rec specs too. The not second like Oakley or Nike, Russell.
1: He's the Russell. second greatest athlete to wear Rexpecs. Uh Last thing I want to talk about real quick in this block: uh, the Big Three canceled their season. They're they're done. They're vowing a, a return in 2021, but they are out for this season. Uh, you guys disappointed about that?
3: I am. I am. I mean, it was, it was nice entertainment. Like again, <clears throat> it was, it was always fun to see those stars play again. Cause again, those dudes went at each other and you kind of got like a little bit of the, uh, uh, the trash talking stuff with them on the court too. Like I always appreciated it. Like it was a good spectacle. And at the same time, like they played, they went hard. So I hope they come back. I feel like they will. I trust Ice cube, you know, he's a trustworthy dude. Made some very questionable TV shows and one bad movie, but like I feel like he's got our backs. He's not uh,
1: Vince McMahon, is what you're saying?
3: Nah, he a bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Scott, are you are you disappointed that uh, that the big
2: three's done this year? I'm just disappointed because they had uh, forward momentum and it was you know we talk about how the uh, well it's not the NFL but the football offshoot leagues can't. You know, make things work and make things profitable and sustain anything longer than the season. So it was nice to see something different from the regular organized basketball we're used to seeing actually succeed and kind of innovate and do things differently. So it's sad that they're not doing it, but as long as they come back, then it's no harm, no foul. At least they're you know making sure that ahead of time they're not like promising something they can't deliver.
1: I felt like this was uh, i 'm surprised it took this long for them to announce the cancellation of the season because this is a, a league that and we 've talked about how you know some of these offshoot leagues they they have a good model in surviving by being like the traveling circus that comes to different towns and it 's like yeah we bring all of our teams and we set up shop for two days and everybody has fun and then we move on and go to the different towns so if if your whole model is around traveling town to town and selling tickets to a, a unique city for that weekend, and you can't sell those tickets, then you can't have the product. Like I know they have a TV deal, but I'm sure their uh, their TV revenue is nowhere near the revenue that they get. You know, they're not getting NFL dollars, they're not getting college football dollars when it comes to their TV deals. So they needed that live in person ticket sales. And I think once they finally saw the writing on the wall, they're like, "Well, it ain't happening."
3: Um, I mean, maybe maybe they're trying to buy some time, too, because maybe they're sitting there thinking like, all right, well, NBA still wants to finish this season, right? They're trying to figure something out there. And as a result of that, maybe they push back the start of next NBA regular season. So maybe they thought they would have had a window a little bit later in the summer or something like that. You know what I mean? When NBA preseason camps or whatever would be starting up, they could be winding down. So they could have seen themselves have a slot. But like you said, after a while, the writing on the wall is like, you know what, man, the logistics trying to figure all this shit out and and making sure you can get butts and seats safely was like, you know what, it ain't worth it. You know, and and again, I feel like that's what everyone's trying to do, just trying to buy some time and figure shit out and, and see what they can do and, and, you know, just figure out the next step. And that may have been why they waited longer.
1: Yeah, it's possible. I know there were ideas floated around to them, like doing like a, a big brother type show where they put everybody in the same house and then broadcast them in the house and then had a tournament, which would be, I mean, that'd be really cool. And I I think you get a lot of viewers doing something like that. Uh, But nothing happened in there. (coughs) Big three. Sorry, Scott, didn't mean to make you throw up uh, thinking about that. (laughs)
3: Crafts Sports,
1: brought to you by my bookie. Use the promo code 12ounce Sports and get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows here on 12 ounce and then put that knowledge to practice on my bookie. Make sure to use the promo code 12ounce Sports to get the bonus. You can find their banners and links on every page of the station site at www.12OunceSportsRadio.com. All All right, uh, Drew. Let's talk about it. This was the one topic you wanted to bring up tonight, uh, besides cake, apparently uh
3: with i always want to talk about
1: <laughs> with kristen cavallari <laughs> and jay cutler divorcing uh keeping cavallari is canceled now i've seen exactly Good. three Pitch minutes you
3: deserve <laughs> oh, how
2: do he you was really the star of that it? show
3: he was the star of that show everyone knew it she just finally had the guts to admit it so that's all i gotta say about that jay cutler i got you man i cannot wait to see you know your your um the reality series you have with your butcher shop, you know, Jay's Cuts or just Cuts, maybe I don't know. Either way, I think it's gonna be great. He's gonna sell some bison. He's gonna sell some deer. Some he's gonna kill it. Oh yeah, he's a big he's a big hunter. He likes to get out there in the wild, you know, and mix it up or whatever. And, and of course, it's gonna he is. be great. Yeah, of course he does. You know, he's a good Vandy boy. You know, he's from the country. So I'm just glad that she finally recognized what my man's all about. All right, so wearing this out of solidarity for you tonight. Respect. Keep your head up. Keep thriving, keep pushing on. You better off for this.
1: Uh, Matt Barr agreeing with you in the comments, saying that his wife is an avid viewer of the show, and she says Jay was the only good part of the show. So he's only good part. Of he is show. with you on this. I I can't say one way or another. Like I said, I've seen three minutes of one episode, and I was like, click, can't watch this shit ever again. Good lord, I don't know how you've I'll watched as you much what. as you have.
3: I'll cut you up a ten minute seg I'll cut you up a ten minute video of all of Jay's top hits, and that's all you need to see from three seasons of that trash and her shit-ass clothing brand and her dumb-ass drama. Girl needs to learn how to run a business, man. If it weren't for Jay right there, that shit would have failed out the gate. First of all, he funded her. Second of all, he had her shit running tight. Third of all, he set up the warehouse. And was like, yo, you need to quit messing around with these fools over here, all these girls talking catty schoolyard bullshit. Like, sell some fucking product. Jay Cutler... I'm with you. Respect. It's going to be okay. You can get through this. You'll be better for it. And maybe we'll see you on TV one day with some terrible commentary on a football game.
2: So does he love Jay Cutler more than he loves cake? Or where are we at on that? Mm. Drink responsibly. Hmm. I don't know. Being responsibly. Is accurate. I don't <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Did you guys see the previews for ultimate tag on Fox? Yes.
3: Can't wait for that shit. Dude. It's, it's going to be,
1: it be starts in like five minutes on Fox. Uh, it's the watt brothers are the hosts. So they've got all the watt JJ, TJ That's and Derek watt. The Instagram video. Yes. They are all, uh, they're all hosting the show. It's basically like American gladiators meets American Ninja warrior meets WWE uh, but they're playing tag. I don't know. It looks bananas and I can't wait to watch this show. I set they're the DVR to record they're it. They
3: are in like glow vests like you were in like laser tag 2 or something. It looks so like- unreal. Yeah. I, I think that's going
1: to sure. be that's going to give me my sports fix uh, going forward. And the nice thing is it happened they filmed it all in 2019 so there's actually people in the crowd, not a bunch of sex dolls like we saw in Korea, FC Seoul. They used sex dolls to make their stadium look full uh, during a game on Sunday. Uh, Scott, is that the right
2: move? Like, uh, really? Seems like a lot of work. Who's blowing those things up? I mean, <laughs> other than That's that, I don't point. see what's a big deal. That's It just seems like a lot of people getting headaches from blowing up sex dolls.
1: All right, so I thought the same thing when the, when the story came out. I thought it was blow-up dolls. The, the creepy thing was it was like those realistic, uh, oh. like,
2: all those like creepy, ones that yes, they have the now? creepy
1: looking sex dolls that it's like, oh. is that a person? Like, what, what is that? And I, I'm wondering how is that cheaper to get your hands on than just regular mannequins that are hanging out in every warehouse? Uh, Where do you think they make all of those things, Mike? Uh, well, I mean, I know they make them over in uh, in Asia and and Korea, but <laughs> it's still. It's still got to be more there. expensive. Stop are these are, over there. are these defective sex robots? Is that why they were able so to get them? On the- now they're robots. All of a sudden, <laughs> the dolls have
3: mutated into robots. Shit! The last thing we need is for them to become self-aware because then we are fucked.
1: <laughs> well, that's what <laughs> they, look like. they, they look like. They look like the sex robots. Can't get no
3: corona. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they looked like the sex robots. Things like that's it. Looked like the creepy, realistic. The lots of uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what ben was buys. the fine, Drew? You found out they they got fined like something heavy, right? It was like eighty four thousand dollars for using sex dolls instead of mannequins, and it wasn't okay. like it wasn't like they were sitting there like breasts out. It was they were they dressed them up and they actually put masks on them too for even more safety. But uh, who <laughs> <What a> waste <laughs> of masks. We, had Holy that shit. Down. <laughs> we got a social distance here, no COVID. Who right? was watching that was like, wait a second. I know what that is that's a sex doll and i'm turning you in for that one
3: like it's probably that dude who hasn't left his apartment in like 14 straight months running because he's busy playing like world of warcraft and it's like god damn it that's where my order is i knew that shit was late damn he's like i noticed it because she had the green eye and the blue eye which i specifically special ordered with the brown hair these assholes right here or was someone who was like, you know what? Y'all could have and- hired all those out-of-work sex workers to go and socially distance in there, but instead you have some, some mannequins. And
2: is that bitch holding just white cake? <laughs> now they y'all too far. They dressed her up as a fan that's and she's holding it. white cake. Reducous. I'm done here. Reduc- red. Reduc-
3: unacceptable. White cake. With the fake-ass sugared flowers, too. Uh, can I talk golf for a few minutes here? <laughs> <laughs> Please do. I'm excited about this topic. Are you excited? I saw the early betting lines. I don't know if they've moved though.
1: Okay, what are the early betting lines on this one? If you guys don't know, this Sunday at 3 p.m. we have the uh, the match part two, uh, Tiger versus Phil. But this time around, Tiger is playing with uh, uh, Manning, and Phil is playing with Tom Brady. So we get a little additional rivalry thrown in this time around. That match happens Sunday on I don't know where. Is that TNT? It's like TNT or TBS or something like that, or all of them. Kind of like I think they're doing it March Madness style where it's like, you can watch this one on HLN too. We kicked off oh, Nancy yes. Grace, so you can watch it there too. Uh all right, true
2: TV and is getting a reason to exist <laughs> back. But-
1: <laughs> it's like we've moved impractical jokers back three hours so that you can- <laughs> <laughs> How
3: the hell is that just on the air? Let me turn
2: off like, the auto tunes, God damn it! <laughs> you sound like t pain through most of the show.
3: Actually, that's kind of a compliment.
1: <laughs> Let me buy you a cake. Uh, all right, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good god! Uh, so, are you guys? Uh, Drew's excited for the betting. Scott, are you
2: excited for this golf match at all? Uh, as long as Brady loses, I'm fine. <laughs> like that's all that matters like whatever it takes so that Brady loses I'm here for whatever it means uh, yeah then yes
1: I'm, I'm ready for Drew it. what's the line who's favorite in this one
3: uh, I'm pulling that up right now there's prop bets too which makes it even better
1: Dude, they're doing um, some as you're doing that they're doing some weird stuff on this like the fifth hole uh, everybody's only allowed to play with one club you're you're not allowed to play the complete fifth hole as normal they're like pick a club that's the club you're using from start to finish on this hole
3: so you're like, you're like putting too then? Yep, everything. You tee
1: off with, uh, with the club all the way through until the completion of the hole. So everybody will be using a five iron, guarantee
3: it. Through completion?
1: Yeah, well, through that hole, yeah.
3: Oh. <laughs> uh, so, so Woods and Manning are minus 190. Mm. Uh, Mickelson and Brader plus 170. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I would, I would still take the, the money line favorites in Woods and Manning at that 190.
1: Phil did beat Tiger in their first match. Uh, yeah, well, feels a piece Of track, course, so. course. Also, uh, Charles Barkley is going to be one of the announcers for this. Charles Barkley is doing commentary. So if uh, if you need a Charles Barkley fix, um, <laughs> if you need
3: that random fix, <laughs> we've we've all been missing that. Yeah.
1: Uh, there was something that I guess the, during the first match, Charles Barkley was really upset and was like this is trash golf. <laughs>
3: he
1: just flat out called him out for it being terrible TV. And uh, somebody was tweeting at him was like, I bet you can't make double bogey on that whole $100,000. And Chuck was like, I'll take that bet. I'm like, of course you will, because you're almost as degenerative a gambler as Jordan is. Um, I think, all right, so I think I'm going to go Tiger and Manning in this one too, which means Phil and Brady are going to win this. Uh, so I apologize, Scott, because mm-hmm. I think. Thanks
2: a lot, you <laughs> jerk.
3: So we we gonna put something on this story, tiger's on the show home right court. now? I mean, or are we just gonna be little little bitches about it?
2: I'm um, gonna be a little bitch about it. Uh, I ain't got Jordan money.
1: I mean, it doesn't have to be money. We
2: could come oh, up no. with we, a, I mean, another yeah. We of don't bet
3: money on this show. We bet booze, man.
1: Uh, we could do some uh, we could do some hypno shots. We can put some hypno, yeah. hypno shots online. Why the hell not?
2: I got a bottle of hypno. Who wants to do that? <laughs> Wow.
3: Okay. <laughs> Damn, got to buy a bottle of Hypno. I mean, i never heard a man sound more disappointed about having to go get booze in his life.
1: You only have to buy it if you lose. Uh, that's, that's also a good point. It's a true
3: story.
2: You're right, I ain't losing. Tiger and Manning got this.
1: How many uh, shots of Hypno are you willing to risk? Mm, three. Three shots of Hypno. Uh, Drew, uh, are you going to stick with Tiger and Manning, or are you going Phil and Brady?
3: Fuck Phil. I'm going, I'm going Tiger and... Uh, but I'm going Tiger. I don't even care about the other guy. I'm going Tiger. I'll, I'll see his three, too. All right. Well,
1: then let's just make it a three all the way around, all on Tiger and Manning. So that means next week, if Tiger and Manning don't win, we all have to do three shots of Hypno throughout the show.
2: And Manning has let me down so many different times in his career. He's got to come through this one time. Nope. We're all going to be doing Hypno. Nah, nah, he's going <laughs> to screw us. up.
3: <laughs> Can we, can we, like, is there a way to, like, exact this too and be like, if Tiger punches someone, that's like a times two multiplier.
2: <laughs> times
3: two. I really want to see someone get socked in the face in this thing. I know it's not going to happen, but that would be great.
2: I'm uh, always down to see somebody get socked in the face.
1: Matt Barr saying we do a shot at each ad read. I think that's perfect. Uh, that's exactly how we will handle it if we lose this. Uh, if we win it, though, there's there's clear. I feel like maybe I should go with Phil and Brady just so that we're guaranteed somebody drinking next week during the show.
2: And the way that things went for me during the football season and you during the football season, nope, we're not doing that. We're all sticking with the ones we can't like, So, <laughs> sorry. Either we all drink or nobody drinks. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> Fair
1: enough. Uh, All right. Let's do this real quick before we uh, wrap up tonight's show. The state of Florida, Adam Schefter tweeted this one out. The state of Florida has nine of the top 10 selling jerseys right now. Uh, Tua holds number one and number two with both versions of the Dolphins jerseys. Brady has number three, number four, number five, number six, and number 10. And then Gronk has number seven and number nine. That's insane to me. The only one who's not from Florida, a Florida team that has a top ten selling jersey is Joe Burrow right now. That's it. Everybody else is Brady, basically. Who knew?
3: Who knew that Floridians were doing so well during this pandemic? I mean, <laughs> man, they just burning money. Like Jesus Christ!
1: I'm just worried that I'm worried about all of their ankles as they hop on these bandwagons and eventually hop off later on in the season.
2: Especially when it comes to the the Bucks, man. Oof.
1: The, the yeah, Dolphins, yeah, really? too? I mean, are we really thinking Tua is the one that's going to turn around that franchise? Yeah, well, but at least those jerseys look better.
2: Do they, though? The Aqua? I mean, I don't know. I-, I don't like the new Dolphins jerseys. I mean, the Dolphins jerseys from the 90s, yeah. I have to go with throwback style, sign me up. But the ones that they currently have, no thanks.
3: The clean white, though, you don't like that? I'm good. Mm. Also,
1: Brady's uh, top-selling jersey is the Pewter vapor jersey the uh so they they even went alternate brady to be the number three selling jersey of course they
2: did
3: i that was a perfect florida man right there
2: i mean
1: it's a perfect combination because they unveil new uniforms plus you get brady and gronk so of course those are going to be top selling i want to see the breakdown of male versus female how many of those jerseys were how many of those brady jerseys were purchased by females Hmm. i don't know that's a good question it's got to be like a 70-30 split, right? Yes. It's, it has to be. It has to be way more females buying those jerseys than, than dudes rocking a Tom Brady jersey for a two-year contract.
3: Well, also, remember, it's Florida, so they could probably advertise to be like, hey, buy this jersey and get a date with Tom. And they're like, yes, uh, sign me up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a date with Tom and a lifetime
3: supply of bath salts. We're in. Where do we sign up? A lifetime? We're like a week.
2: Well, I mean, that's the lifetime. That's the supply they get. Oh, I got
3: it. <laughs> Boom. We are ending on a high note tonight. Let me tell you
2: what. <laughs> Let's
1: thank our sponsor, Tavor. Uh, this is where we get all the beers from the show. All you got to do, use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen for $10 off your second order. That's it. Download the app now. Go to that payments and credit screen. Enter the code 258023 and get $10 off that order. Uh, fellas, we don't really have to spend too much time on it let's do brunch everybody agree that this is freaking fantastic amazing
3: i've always loved brunch this just reinforces that the
1: only thing that's missing from this is like bacon flavor Mm. but good lord is this
3: dude what if you took a candied piece of bacon you served it in a pint glass and you put the bacon in the pint glass of the beer
1: fantastic i'm i mean uh that's the only thing missing from this it's literally tastes like french toast in a can with a little bit of coffee that's the other good thing about this too like a lot of stouts are overwhelming on the coffee flavor this one is balanced so nicely with the uh, vanilla i'm surprised
2: they were able to hide it so much on this one because i thought for sure i was like oh we'll taste some sweetness and coffee but the coffee is muted i like that
3: it wasn't bitter at all too you get that a lot with the coffee stouts
2: yeah
1: fantastic brew let's do brunch if you ever see it out if you're anywhere near portland maine go to foundation brewing company hit this one up because good lord is this one delicious this is last call brought to you by Tavor again 258023 on the payments and credit screen get ten dollars off your second order Sell out. all right fellas uh this has
2: been a show we do <laughs> uh, from cake to bath salts we've covered it all
3: through tunnels, on top of bridges, through
2: auto yeah,
1: yeah. Drew, next week, hardwire from in. the bridge. Right, <laughs> Scott, I am disappointed with the zoom background that we didn't get to see Cheryl crawling around, turning on lights oh. for you in the background. Uh, that's
2: uh, maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part about the show—always next week. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm
1: just waiting because the, like, uh, the oh Jesus, that's freaky, dude.
2: <laughs> Perfect timing!
3: Forgot all about it until he said some mascot's background. I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot." I forgot about, about it. it
2: too. Yeah. Well done. Oh, it looks really good in the video too.
3: When I I move my dumbass head out the way, <laughs> boom! Look at them teeth too. <laughs> eat him, motherfucker up!
1: I fucking Holy hate smoke. clowns. All right, this has been a show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you for sharing out the show uh, and putting this ridiculousness and cake love in front of all of your friends. Be sure to hit us up on Facebook, Twitter uh, at Crafty Sports, Instagram at Crafty Sports. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you to 12 Ounce Sports for putting us on your Twitch. We will see you guys next week. Cheers, everybody.
0: Peace. We out. It's good. This is Mike Francesa. Join me each week on the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. This is real sports talk for the podcast generation. Subscribe to the free Mike Francesa podcast today from wherever you get your podcasts. Don't even think about betting this football season until you check out the Sports Betters Paradise podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. The top college and pro football handicappers help you along all season long. Subscribe to Sports Betters Paradise wherever you get your podcasts.